Welcome to Talking with Tony here on AM 700 KSEV. Straight talk from a decorated Marine, successful lawyer, business owner, and philanthropist. Now, here's your host, Tony Busby. <laughs> yeah, we're back on the radio. Can you believe they didn't kick us off after Frank, like, cursing and all the crazy things? He was up too. I tried to. I, I drove over here. Are you projecting on me? Liz, ch- take it easy, Frank. <laughs> I, I, I drove over here with Frank, and we drove over. You know the traffic is terrible. We drove over, and I was saying, Frank, listen, man, listen. You need to. You need to simmer down. Simmer down. I, it didn't change Frank a bit. Listen, now here we are talking with Tony and comma Frank. Understand this. We have an incredible production team. Our production team has been working 24 hours since last week to make sure that everything we say is accurate. We do not want to put anything on the air that is not accurate. We want it to be true and correct. And moreover, let me say, just so I can say, um, we want to make sure that, that we don't say anything that's not politically correct because, you know, it's a big thing nowadays, and we want to make sure that, that we don't say anything that hurts anyone's feelings and it's not politically correct. So our, our production team, we had to spend like 18 hours going over what we were going to say to make sure it was vetted completely so nobody got their feelings hurt. But in the unlikely event that, and, and listen, in the unlikely event, that I say something that offends you or hurts your feelings, blame it on Frank. And listen, <laughs> if Frank says something that hurts your feelings uh, or is not politically correct, which is highly likely, blame it on Frank as well. So here we are talking with Tony on Friday afternoon. And the good news, let me tell you something great happened. that We had a tumultuous week uh, in the country, in our city, and we're going to talk about some of the things that happened. But, but, if there's anything that good happened this last week, one of those things was talking with Tony was extended by an hour. Now, don't ask me why. Don't ask me why. I don't know. I don't know. But it got extended. And so let me introduce to you my co-host in small font, 10 font, Frank Spagnolet. Frankie, how you doing, big boy? I don't need big font, man. I'm big, I'm big size and bigger than life. He's a big... <laughs> He's a very big mind. He's a very big mind. So Frank, let me tell you. So I've been watching these, and we're gonna get we're gonna drill down into the into the actual details of this soon because I, I don't want to make light of this. This is uh, there's something there's something going on in our country. There's something going on, and um, you know I was born uh, uh, in the late '60s, '68 to be exact, and so I didn't I didn't live through the protests and all the things that happened that that we thought we believed had changed our country for the better and had had hopefully uh, eradicated a lot of the racism that existed and something's going on here but before we before we get to some of those details because some of this is well, I, my guess is that some of the my thoughts and my opinions may not be the most popular on the um, uh, for people that are listening to this particular program, but I want to say something about our police chief. <clears throat> and I've been thinking about this for an entire week. Uh, and I'm going to put my glasses on and make sure that, because I did a little bit of research. Art Acevedo is our police chief. Uh, Art Acevedo 
has been on multiple national programs where he has been speaking out on behalf of George Floyd. And, and, and God bless that. I mean, George Floyd, um, you know, and, and a lot of people like to talk about, oh, George Floyd was a criminal and this and that. And, and you may not like this, but guys, I don't give a rat's behind what his history was. There was no reason to murder that man. But let's, let's lay that aside for a moment. Art Acevedo has attempted, and Frank has given me the John to side, but has no, att- uh, no, I'm not. Okay, Art Acevedo has attempted to become like the 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 guidon bearer, if you will, for justice for for people that were injured or killed wrongly by the police. But l- let me tell you right now, you may recall, eighteen months ago when I was running for your mayor, which I it was like a, a long walk on a short pier. <laughs> it didn't. It didn't work out too well, did it, Frank? Well, I, I mean, it was entertaining. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <it> was. <laughs> yeah. But let me say, let me say, it, when when you have Art Acevedo, who clearly has decided that he wants to be the mayor of Houston, Texas, who who is out there demonstrating in the streets, pretending that he gives a rat's behind about crime victims or victims of police brutality. And the truth is that he is presiding over a police department that has major issues. And, and let me just say, you know, the, one of the reasons that I, that I called for Art Acevedo's resignation um, when I was running for mayor just one of the situations was when this guy presided over a police operation where they had a fake warrant, a fake warrant, where they lied to get an affidavit of probable cause with no body cams, no body cams, and busted into someone's house and killed their dog and killed the woman of the house and killed the man of the house. And then Art Acevedo, I went to the press conference. I was running for mayor at the time. I went to the press conference. And Art Acevedo, not once, even though it was absolutely clear that this particular police officer was one of these so-called bad apples, one of these so-called bad eggs, I went to that press conference and he did not once say, we need a complete review of the police department. We need to apologize to the Tuttle family that we literally murdered, that we, we can do better. And you know what is ironic? It's ironic to me, Frank, is that George Floyd, George Floyd is one of those individuals of many, 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 that were arrested and convicted based on the affidavit of the same police officer who was involved in that Hardin Street raid that I'm talking about. And yet, this chief, this so-called police chief, this so-called leader, is out there marching on the streets of Houston and is on good, you know, whatever, these national news programs talking about police reform talking about police reform when he had three or four police officers busted down someone's door who did nothing wrong and murdered them 
and now he all of a sudden is the is the guy who's carrying the the flag for justice and reform. And here's what's worse for me. My brother-in-law is a police officer, HPD. That guy cares about the city. That guy wants to do the right thing. That guy is one of the good guys. This is a guy that when the riot, we, we, we expected there would be protests and possibly riots based on other things that had happened across the country. He was called out. He worked double shifts, and he's like, man, I just want people to know that we care about the people that we're trying to police. And Art Acevedo, if people knew his history, let me Google his history in Austin. Google his history when he was the police chief, police chief of Austin, where many, many sexual assault victims, they couldn't even process and would not process the, um, the, the evidence. Complaints. Wouldn't process them. And then he comes here, and all of a sudden, who knows? All of a sudden, this Californian, no offense to you Californians, but all of a sudden, this Californian, Art Acevedo, is the, is the God on bear. He's carrying the flag for justice. But when I called him out a year ago, and I called him out and said, listen, you murdered people. Not just, you murdered people of all spectrums. People of color, you murdered white folks, whatever the case may be, you are <clears throat> did not do your job. And you can you can have the loyalty and the confidence of the police and also have the loyalty and confidence of the people you're attempting to police, but you can't be a, hypo- uh, a hypocrite. Frank, what say you? Well, I got this to say, Tony. I appreciate your comments, but I don't know. The, I'm no, madder than hell, I, I got to say. I, and I'm not going to take it anymore. Watch the Removing Network. But what I'm going to tell you here is something that made me madder than hell with regard to what the subject you raised, which is regard to the police chief, okay? And I don't know these details of all that. And I'm not a politician, and I didn't run for office, and I don't intend to. But here's the deal. This really upset me because what he said, he was yelling at a crowd, and he said, This is a majority-minority city. This is a majority-minority city. And the truth of the matter is, no. We're Houstonians. And you know who brought that subject home? That subject that Art Acevedo couldn't bring home by using that kind of rhetoric. They talk about Republicans dividing people. What they're talking about, how do you divide people more than by saying that? Can you imagine years ago when I lived here, if somebody got up and said, we're a majority, majority city. Are you kidding me? It's the worst rhetoric, but here's the deal. What made me proud was not what Art Acevedo said, because I found that to be absolutely offensive in terms of all the Houstonians, African-Americans, white folks, yellow folks, all the folks, okay, everybody. What really made me proud was the family of, of, uh, of Mr. George, okay, George Floyd, okay? Mm. Because his family got up there and said, we're okay, we're good, with, I'm going to paraphrase, we're good with protests, but we're not about violence. Mm-hmm. And that, these are, this is what Houston is, what sets Houston apart from many other places. They will not be manipulated. And the Floyd family... And and a beautiful family it was. His daughter, his 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 wife, I guess, or former wife. I don't really know their relationship. Mm-hmm. But the family, his brothers, and I don't know their background. 
every sinner has a past. I mean, you know, but 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 they, there's redemption. And and the truth of the matter is, in this circumstance, the Floyd family did Houston proud by saying that, and they and that is why Houston is set apart, and that's why Houston didn't have the kind of things that went on in other cities. Now I got to say, you, the, you you hit it, you've hit the nail in the head, and, and I want to I want to bring this issue home. There's no doubt that George George's uh, brother uh, gave a powerful speech. Uh, we saw George's daughter. Um, uh, and we saw his family and their march and protest. Uh, Houston really did us proud. And I, and I got to give all credit to the Floyd family. I give them credit. I think that's the reason there wasn't violence. They could have very easily on the steps of um, Houston City Hall, they could have said, burn this place down. And people, people are so on edge right now. It would have happened. And I got to give great props and great credit to to you know rest in peace George Floyd's family where they said listen protest is all all good but um, looting and violence is not let and, me can I answer yeah yeah of course let me add something here I gotta say this because I'm also proud of this we have a great group of of African Americans in this city that have made you know you talk about make America great well, these African-Americans didn't say, I'm not going to make America great. They said, we're going to make Houston great. And they have. Okay? They participate. They're a great business. We're going to take a little break, Frank. We're going to take that I wanna up. I want to take this up. We'll take it up again. We're going we're gonna to spend another segment talking. we got two hours now. We've extended the show. We're going to take a little break. If you want to talk to us, it's 281-558-5738. If you're waiting, just hold on a little bit longer. Talking with Tony, comma, and Frank. We'll be back. United We Stand, AM 700 KSEV, the voice of Texas. Hi, this is Rona from Skeeter's Auto Service. We are so excited about our new highly effective additives and fuel induction services. They're specially formulated to actually restore that light new drivability to your engine's performance. At Skeeter's Auto Service, we're committed to integrity and devoted to quality. Give us a call, 281-469-1152. Thunderbolt Motors and Transmissions. Thunderbolt's been rebuilding and supercharging engines in Houston for 85 years. And it's the first place I send folks who need an engine overhaul or want to replace their engine or transmission altogether. Thunderbolt tests each engine rebuilt thoroughly to make sure it's running right. Thunderbolt Motors and Transmissions is 713-923-8888 or online it's tboat.net 713-923-8888 Thunderbolt Motors and Transmissions Thinking of a positive career change? Own your own business or build your own dreams and build homes to commercial buildings. We can teach you how at buildersacademy.com Learn contracting and project management You can do it. Enroll at buildersacademy.com. We can teach you home building, classes to owner builders, to professional builders. We can even help you build it too. Professional home inspector training in class, on site, online. Learn it firsthand. Professional pest control classes and CEU classes too. Learn in three to five days. Become a licensed mold inspector. Breathe easier with this new career. 
come build on solid foundations at Builders Academy with proven track records and helping many achieve new heights and incomes than ever before. Come learn, see how at buildersacademy.com. In class, on site, online. Buildersacademy.com. Start your mornings with the Chris Salcedo Show, 7 to 9 a.m. on AM 700 KSEV. Hey, Craig Watson. Craig Watson, are you listening right now? If you're listening, call in. We got so many calls right now, but before we take a few calls, uh, you're talking with Tony on Friday afternoon. They extended our program to two hours. How dare they? And let me make sure you're clear. You know, if, if, you, if you get your feelings hurt, we have a department. You just need to uh, uh, raise a complaint. If we're not politically correct, raise a complaint. If anything I say offends you, obviously blame it on Frank. If anything that Frank says offends you, obviously blame it on Frank. <laughs> so we, Frank, you were you were in the middle of a thought. You were like the whole break. You're like, oh, Tony, 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 Tony. Uh, I want to finish my thought. Frank, finish your thought. My God, man. Well, if you don't appreciate it, I know the audience will. Oh, okay. Well, okay, let's okay, see. So here's the deal. No, because oh, yeah. I'm very serious about this. Go ahead. Go ahead. This is a serious point. I'm not. I'm not just talking my emotions here. I'm talking what I really believe. I want you to talk from a point of reason. I'm going to reason. talk from a point of reality, not okay. not necessarily reason is in the eye of the beholder. All right. But I'm hear telling it. here. Here it comes down. Okay. Yeah. We ha- like I was saying. Now, we ha- you know you're wearing a red hat, but go ahead. We, it doesn't matter what kind of hat you're wearing. Right, right. And that's the whole point, too. If you, you know, I just said we had great African-American people in this city that have shown us the way. Okay, no, I agree with that. And let me just say this. I'm talking about we have great, and they're Democrats, great African-American judges, many of them women. In fact, most of them women, okay? And they do a great job. And you're, we're sitting on a station that's basically Republican, and I've said this before, and I'm going to say it again. We don't vote for parties. We vote for, in my view, people. Okay, and you could vote, and there are Republicans that you could vote in there, and they're globalists, and they'll sit at the country club, and they'll be all ha- fine and happy, and they won't, wouldn't be able to look a small business and give them a fair shake in the eye, and they wouldn't be able to take care of the people that you know work hard every day, and those judges should not be voted against by many of us or. The, the community that's listening here just because they happen to have a D in front of them. And just like Republicans shouldn't just vote for Republicans, Democrats shouldn't just vote for Democrats if the people aren't doing the right thing. And that's one of the things about Mr. Floyd. I find it absolutely offensive that the Democratic Party, which I told you that the times I have voted for, would actually send Joe Biden down here and desecrate this matter as being some kind of a political issue and have him come down here when they're having the funeral next Tuesday. They should let that family and let the people that were the friends of the family and and basically not make it political. Republicans and Democrats should all celebrate the fact that the Floyd family said what they said and Mr. Floyd Regardless of his background, good, bad, he has some problems. Who doesn't? <laughs> who who on this radio station can say I haven't been a sinner? I haven't I haven't done things Listen, wrong. No, no, you you, you said it, and and I want to I want to piggyback on that because before we take a few calls, <clears throat> there's no doubt that I have had my own personal problems. 
and I think it's wrong. I think it's 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 misguided to when something happens to somebody and it, it is a spark plug for change to spend time talking about, oh, well, he was this and he was that. No, no. Guys, listen. That's not what we should be doing. We should be focused on what happened and how often does it happen. Not trying to denigrate or vilify somebody who was literally, and I hate to use that word, but I'm going to, I watched the video, murdered. I hate to say it. And maybe I'm wrong. And maybe he has a defense lawyer that can prove to a jury otherwise. And, 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 you know, I don't think this radio show is going to be the show that, you know, going to be used uh, up in Minnesota uh, to convict him. So, to convict the officers. So, what I'm going to say is we are living in a, in a in a time, a difficult time, and um, I think we all should try to be a little more aware. And I think that uh, we can do a lot better. I've said it so many times, and I know that we can. Let's take a few calls. We got a call from um, Line Four, Walter, from Huntsville, all the way from Huntsville. Steve, our producer, Steve, do we have a call from Huntsville? Brink, refresh that because uh, we want to we want to see who's calling. There's so we got last week we got so many people saying, "Hey Tony, the line was busy. There were enough there weren't enough lines, et cetera, et cetera." So we need to refresh that. But let me let me say another thing, um, and I'm not going to keep going off on Art Acevedo, okay? But it's clear to me, Frank, and I think everybody that 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 pays attention knows that Art Acevedo has decided this is his this is his jumping off point where he wants to be the mayor of Houston. This Californian wants to be the mayor of Houston. He wants to go out there and 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 talk about police brutality um, when he presided over a situation where George Floyd was convicted based on a false affidavit. Let's just let that sink in. Let that sink in just for a moment. If you want to talk to us, 281-558-5738. 281-558-5738. I want to, I want to drop some facts on you guys. I know you're listening. I know you're, um, you're probably in traffic. I'm sorry. You know, that's, that's Houston. Um, but I want to drop a few facts on you. Um, these police officers from Minneapolis um, are going to be um, tried. They're going to be charged, as they've already been indicted, and they're going to be tried. And, and if you look at the Rodney King trial, you may remember back in 1991, Rodney King um, was a, uh, an individual who was stopped and who was pulled out of his car and was... Um, beaten and you know the cops say that he resisted arrest and we can argue about what happened but you know Rodney King as you know is is it has died he's he he's no longer with us but uh, it led to the what we all know as the LA riots Um, that trial just so you know and Bo is walking over my my paperwork but um, that trial was moved to Ventura County, and all of those officers were acquitted. Did you know that, Frank? I did. 
And I'm going to tell you, uh, Amadoua, uh, Amado Diallo, who lived in the Bronx, um, was shot and killed on his doorstep. He was shot 41 times. He was unarmed. And, again, he was, uh, the officers were in the, there were four, I think four or five officers were charged in the Bronx, but the case was moved to Albany. And guess what? They were all acquitted. Okay, yeah, man, but I don't agree with you on a lot of this. I understand. No, these are the facts. I understand what the facts are, but I also understand that there was Mr. David Doran, who was, who was, you know, I'm just throwing. Defend, I'm just throwing out facts. Defending his seventy. I, I understand. You cannot. You cannot justify. I didn't. No. See. See. You're. You're being triggered. No, I didn't justify anything. No. But you cannot justify uh, what happened to Mr. Floyd because it was horrific. No. What do you mean justify? No. no let me. What finish. are you talking about? I'm gonna finish. Okay. Why? You cannot justify what what happened to Mr. Floyd. There's no defense in my mind for that officer my point is uh, uh, is that that trial will likely not take place in Minnesota, uh, Minneapolis St. Paul well it can't because because you I mean it's the way our system works it will take place somewhere else in Minnesota okay, okay. well what happens in this country when those four officers are acquitted I don't think that anybody in this country will acquit that officer. Someone would say that about the Rodney King trial. Somebody might say that about the Amadou Diallo. We're going to see. This is it's a different country now. Okay, so I don't I don't think that you're. I'm just telling you. I've watched. I've listened. I'm not. I'm not advocating any way. I'm just. I'm just a a presenter of facts. I I get those facts. So what do you think about it? Well, I mean, I think I think that you could never acquit those guys in the Rodney. Well, they got acquitted. But I didn't see the evidence and I didn't sit on a jury. Okay, but what I can tell you is I want to know why there isn't also an outpouring for David Doran, who basically was a 77 year old retired police chief or captain, whatever he was. We'll be back. And then we're going to take that up. We're going to take a break. I know that. We're going to take a break. Talking with Tony. Call in. 281-558-5738. 281-558-5738. I promise we're going to take your calls. Bye. Your home team for conservative talk radio. KSEV 700 AM, the voice of Texas. If you're looking to sell or buy a home and in need of the best realtors out there, look no further than the Matthews team at REMAX Legends. Ronnie and Kathy Matthews have instilled in each and every team member their hard work and honest values, and believe me, it's paid off. This incredible team's agents has an average tenure of over 10 years, so it's clear that the Matthews team truly knows the Houston area market and what it takes to get a home sold quickly. They're employee-owned. They care about their clients, and they always go the extra mile to ensure that each sale and purchase is seamless and smooth. The Matthews team are the number one REMAX team in Texas and have been for over 20 years. Call the Matthews team at 281-440-7900 or see for yourself and go online at ronnieandkathy.com. They sell over 900 homes a year and they know every inch of the buying and selling market in the greater Houston area. Call the Matthews team. I chose them as my realtor and you should too. The Matthews team and REMAX Legends, your realtor for life. 281-440-7900. That's 281-440-7900. If you're worried your friend may be struggling, remember, you don't have to be there to be there. 
You can say how are you or get a fake tattoo. You can ask with an app if it works for you. You could chat on the game, kick off your flip flops. You can ask on your couch while you binge watch. Whatever, whatever, whatever gets you talking. Reach out to a friend about their mental health. Learn how you can help at seizetheawkward.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, and the Jed Foundation. KSEV and its advertisers want to thank you, the listeners, for all your continued support. Without you supporting our advertisers, there would not be a Voice of Texas. We stand behind our clients, and if you're looking to boost and grow your business, join the great team at KSEV and its loyal audience by calling a member of our sales staff at 281-588-4800. That's 281-588-4800. KSEV, loyal listeners and dependable advertisers are the Voice of Texas. Taking a quick look at the 45 North Freeway in, in um, southbound at FM 525 Aldi Bender Fall, Fallbrook. That is inbound. There's an accident that's blocking two center lanes and the left lane. on uh, In Montgomery County, FM 1488 uh, westbound just after I-45 out there. There's a heavy truck accident that's blocking the center and right lane. That is a look at traffic. I'm Stephen K for KCV AM 700, the voice of Texas. The Ben Shapiro Show, weekdays at 3 and again at 7 on The Voice of Texas, AM 700 KSEV. Yeah, how do you like me now? I Listen, I want to do, I do want to say something. Uh, based on that song, all those, uh, uh, all of you that, that when I asked you to go to the prom, you said no. How do you like me now? No, okay, I'm joking. No, actually, I'm not really joking. Anyway, all right, we, we have so many calls. Like, uh, and I was talking to Frank over the break, and we need to. I promised you that we were going to take your calls. So let me. We're going to take uh, the first call, uh, Jacob from Houston. Jacob, what say you? You, sir, have an advertisement. Uh, I'm from the Ad Council on mental health and uh, suicide prevention and anxiety depression. Well, I belong to this clubhouse called the St. Joseph Clubhouse. Yep, and at okay. the St. Joseph Clubhouse, they have helped me gain a job, uh, a temporary job, a part-time job, okay. a job at Gorman Uniforms. That's, and, uh, that's that is great. what I do. And well, I, tell, I me the, tell, me the name, tell me the name of the organization so I can promote it. Okay, it's called St. Joseph Clubhouse. St. Joseph Clubhouse. Thank you. That yes. is an awesome call, Jacob. I appreciate you. Thanks for your call, my friend. And I appreciate your support of our show. Uh, let's take uh, the call from Jared on line two. Hello? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. Hey, I had this. We have this little screen, so I can hardly see the screen. Uh, and of course, Bo is walking around like a like an idiot. Like I mean, he's just like doing whatever he wants. But what's going on today? Well, you brought up a great point. What I wanted to touch on was some of the media and how they're kind of distorting things. But you brought up something in a hyper local sense. How we have a sheriff kind of distorting things. So I wrote a little bit of notes here. The topic you kind of brought up with the sheriff is we don't have a way to truly hold people in his position accountable. Are you talking about the sheriff? Active. No, let me, let me, let me, let me. 
I hate to the, yeah, like, sheriff, interrupt you. The, you mean the, the police, police chief, chief or the sheriff? Police oh, chief. Oh, I apologize. The police chief okay. of Houston, the yeah, one yeah. you referenced. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's no way to have any true transparency or accountability for the average person. Yeah. There's no way to track their tenure, like you said back there, um, back to his roots in California. And with the media, what they're showing us is quite a lot of division every chance they get. But what's truly happening, in my opinion, is America's coming together and uniting. Uh, you know what? And, and, and you're Jared, right? Yes, sir. Where are you from, Jared? What, what part of Houston from, are you from? I'm from Houston. Um, right now I'm on the A-Lee side of Houston. Okay. Well, let, uh, thank you for your call. And let me, let me just comment and, frankly, have a different view. But I, I hear you. Um, I think this is an opportunity for us to to do something good to advance the cause. I mean, and Frank and I were talking um, on the way over here, and uh, Frank picked me up at my house, and and I was like, Frank, do you remember? And of course, Frank's been a a lawyer longer than me. Um, I'm I'm literally only forty. Okay, I may have lied, but I'm only forty. But Frank's like twenty years older than me. No, fifteen. Uh, just chill out, Frank. Just chill out. <laughs> well, I want you to speak the truth. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. want you to be real. Yeah, yeah, be quiet. But anyway, <laughs> my point is I have represented people who obviously injured working people my entire career. And I have seen – now, let's be clear. I mean, my skin, the melatonin in my skin is not black. I'm white. And so I can't pretend to understand – why, you know, how somebody who is is black, how they go about their lives. But I can say this and, and how they're treated. But I can say this. I've represented a lot of folks, uh, discrimination cases and injury cases. And it's something that, Frank, we we've had to deal with. We've had to, like, understand and try to deal with. Now, that's not to suggest that we understand um, no, no. We can never know what it's like to walk in the shoes of an African-American. Right. We can't know because we don't do it. Just like we we can't know that walk in the shoes of other people. Right. And, and you know, that's a very, I say it's a humanitarian principle. You always, you shouldn't judge anybody because you don't know what it's like to walk in their well, shoes. Well, that's a, that, what I call that is the, I call that the uh, Atticus Finch rule. You can call uh, it what you want. I, that's call, what I, call. I call it common decency and common sense. Common friend. Yeah. I mean, and, and so, <laughs> anyway, so your point is well taken, and uh, we're going to take another call. We're going to well, take it from Jacob. No, let me, let me, let me no go ahead. Before we take Jacob. Let me Jacob finish stuff. up on yeah. Jared here. Because I promise a lot of calls we're going to take. Yeah, yeah, go we ahead. got time. But let me tell you this, Jared. I totally agree with you. It's a time to come together. And the way that we should be doing this rather than politicizing it, like I said, with Joe Biden coming down here and Al Sharpton and all these other people, what we should do is get David Doran's family, the fella I was talking about, and the other fella. They, these are all African American. Okay, well, what, what no, let mean, me finish. What do you mean by David Doran's family? David Doran's family, seventy-seven-year-old, uh, form uh, retired police chief who was guarding and helping his friend who owned a pawn, P A W N shop, and he got shot, and and he has five children, and he has ten grandchildren, and he got shot. Okay. During all this commotion that went on, and not because of the Floyd family, because of the agitators, and we're going to talk about it, Antifa and all the rest of it. I'll get into that. But what I'm trying to tell you is we should, if we truly walk the walk, 
What we should be doing is having the Floyd family and David Doran's family and the other family of the people who were shot in the rioting holding hands with all of us, Democrats and Republicans in line. I bet you $100. I bet you $100 that George Floyd's brother would um, would agree with me. Yeah, would agree with that. And somebody needs to do it instead of it being politicized with Biden showing up, babbling Joe, and all the rest of that. No, Joe's going to show up. Yeah, he's going to show up. It's a political stunt. Okay, and what I'm saying is it shouldn't be this sacred moment where the country could come together shouldn't be degraded by this kind of activity. The families of the people. So let me ask you: Are you you you're against Joe Biden? I'm assuming. You know, and I I know Joe. I mean, I, I know uh, for years. I just don't think he's capable to run anything that at this point in time in here's his my, life. Here's my question, and I, I'm just going to throw this. Give me out another there. candidate. Let me. I'm going to throw this out there. And, I didn't and, marry Trump. I mean, he happens to do. I well, mean, you're he, wearing his freaking hat. Well, but, he has yeah. a he has a beautiful wife. Why would he, Why would he want to marry me? I'm you're a, wearing I'm his a, hat, Frankie. You're yeah, wearing his yeah, hat. Yeah, because it, what does it say? No, and it's not his hat. It is his hat. No, it says "Make America Great Again." It, no, it's his hat. No, no, I it, don't care about that. He it might. Is have, a, everybody he, knows that's his hat. No, stop no, it. You, you're you're politicizing it. No, I, I'm not. You're wearing his hat. No, it's not his. Yeah, it's, it's my his hat. hat. It says "Make America Great Again." Yeah. When I say "Make America Great Again," it's "Make America Great Again" and for all Americans. Where what what part of America was great before you wore that hat? Just I'm just curious. America was great. Was the, it when I was when it, was it when I went into the Marines in 1990? Was that when America was great? I was oh, was, was it great when I got had to go sign up for the draft? I don't know. I'm asking you. You're the one wearing the hat. I'm not wearing no hat. America no, has always been great. Okay, okay. Then why you had to make it a great again? Because it got well, you don't saw tell why. Me. I, you're you're having a hard problem. No, I'm not. You've seen why it hadn't been great. I didn't say a word about when it. you got an economy that wasn't doing anything for mostly in the, in the minority under Obama under the minority communities didn't get any particular I'm outreach. Just asking the question. I'm just telling you. When was America not great? America wasn't great for them. The Who? unemployment. African Americans under Obama, and I voted for him. And 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 America, America wasn't great when we took away our values. We don't have values. We got to go for what a- values are you talking about? Oh, I'm go- what values am I talking about? Yes. Infanticide? How about that? Huh? The <laughs> the Virginia governor wanting to kill babies that are like already out of the womb. Am I okay with that? I no. Don't know. I, well, listen. you're damn right. I'm not okay with it. It's murder. That's murder. Killing a baby that's already born, just like it's just. You know, I'm not saying women don't have a choice with their bodies, but when you advocate extreme positions, that doesn't make America great. That makes America. That makes America what? And we might as well be the same as the Chinese who kill baby girls. Okay, why don't we just do that too? We decide baby boys aren't good anymore because they don't like males, and so they're going to kill all the baby boys. Why don't Uh, we do that? Frankie, Frankie, we're going to take a call. We're actually, Jacob, hang in there. We're going to get your call next. We're going to take a call next. Talking with Tony. And yeah, you know, Frank is very passionate. And you know, so is Bo. Bo is crazy. We'll be back. United we stand. AM 700 KSEV, the voice of Texas. Everybody knows-
down the road and suddenly your check engine light comes on. Your mind immediately begins to race. Is this serious? What does this mean? Am I about to break down? Who can I trust to repair this properly without being taken advantage of? Hi, this is Rona from Skeeter's Auto Service, home of the Texas Car Doctor Radio Show, where old-fashioned, unparalleled customer service meets the latest in technology. We're not going to overcharge you or sell you what you don't need. We're not going to keep your car for days on end, and we will always try to give you options that fit your budget. My dad always taught us, do the right thing for the right reasons, work hard, and success will always follow. We pride ourselves in doing just that each and every day at Skeeter's Auto Service. Check us out at SkeetersAuto.com, like us on Facebook, or give us a call at 281-469-1152. Uh, Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick. Dan, welcome back to the Brian Kilmeade Show. Hey, it's great to be with you, Brian, and we're honored to have you on KSEV AM 700 in Houston. Governor, so many people sit outside border states and want to tell us what you think. The polls show Texas is about 50-50 on building a wall. Uh, where do you stand? I'm all in because I know the fact, and I know it's not a manufactured crisis. It's a manufactured cover-up by Pelosi and the Democrats. The Brian Kilmeade Radio Show, every weekday morning from 9 to 11 on AM 700 KSEV. This is Brian Kilmeade. Tune in every weekday morning from 9 to 11 a.m. for the Brian Kilmeade Radio Show on AM 700 KSEV, the voice of Texas. You got it? All right, guys. Tony Busby talking with Tony. And I got Frank on here, too. Frank's, I mean, he's like, a, he's like completely nuts. I don't know anything about I don't about think Frank. so. Yeah, yeah, I know you, you don't. You know what it. makes America great, Tony? I got to finish that statement. Man, what makes America great is the Floyd family. What makes America great is the Doran family. What makes America great are the thin blue line that stands between us and chaos. What may, uh, Because it's for both black, white, yellow, white, uh, any color you want to say, and all the colors in between. They, they, they protected us, and, and also the National Guard, all of them, because that had nothing to do with Mr. Floyd. And I'm just sick and tired of them trying to say this stuff about that. No, I hear and you. And I understand I police, uh, police brutality, and a lot of these guys are, uh, you know, that get involved in that are sadists or whatever they Frankie, are. Frankie, They wouldn't like anybody. Frankie, Frankie, Frankie. Okay, I'll calm down. Frankie, Frankie, listen. Listen to the buzz. Why? Listen to the buzz. <laughs> the reason I win all my cases... Is because I can talk to you, Frankie. Now stop. Listen. So we got this crazy Amanda Orr. Yeah, she wants. We want to uh, take. No, her not call. her. She's not. No, crazy, we're going to take her call. You see, she's trying to represent um, the Harris County Republican Party chairman. We're going to take Amanda. line to Amanda Orr. Amanda, what do you have to say for your client? Well, hey. First of all, well, I want to say hi to you and we'll Frank say, and Bo. Well, uh, well, here's what I'm going to say. Hey, what's up? Now, how do you? Okay, you have a, uh, you have a client. 
mm-hmm. who uh, quoted Martha Luther, Martha Luther King Jr. and then uh, had a banana in the um, whatever. So what's your response? We'd love to hear it. Well, I, I mean, I think you've seen his response. I, I've uh, seen it. You've seen it. But okay. what is your response to it? Oh, you want to know my response? Well, okay, well I, actually, Amanda, I would like to know why he can't call in here and tell us what his response is, and he would send you, who's a, obviously you're, you and I are friends. Mm-hmm. What? Why he couldn't? Because he didn't have enough time. He didn't. He was so yeah. he's so busy. He's so busy. He can't call <laughs> into my radio show. I, I mean, I'm sure he had no he had no time because he's such a. What does he do for a living? I'm just curious. What is he like a? Uh, 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 he must be a, a doctor curing all cancer right now. Why you would are he? Me no, I just want to know why this guy, who's so important that he could not call into this show, and he let and and obviously we love to hear from you because we all love you. But oh, why okay. is he not calling in well, himself so he could listen? Even Frank has said, "What the hell is wrong with that guy?" He gives a Martin Luther King Jr. quote, and then he has a banana. And then I'm not I'm, I'm not Republican or Democrat, so I don't really care uh, about that. And I'm that not kind, either. Yeah, neither of us. But but I'm surprised that he would throw you out there to the wolves because we are wolves. Let's be clear. Are so you, what's your you, yeah yeah what you I recall you calling me a pit bull at one time. You're so a pit bull. Can, so why is your client? Why is your client the so-called soon-to-be uh, Harris County Republican Party chairperson? Mm-hmm. Why can't he, he didn't have two minutes to call in? Why I'll tell you why he him? doesn't have two minutes to call in because if he called in, I would eviscerate him because he needs to step the hell up. And my guess Are you is, let me talk? yeah, Are you I'll let let you, talk? at some point I might, but since it's oh. my radio show, I may not let you talk. He didn't let but me I talk like either. To you. All I right, like go ahead, go ahead, friends. go ahead. All right, let's hear your let's hear All your right. best argument on his behalf. All right, so number one, I know it's little old me, and it's you know you'd rather talk to him, but as you can imagine, so why did he call in? He's making a lot of phone calls right now. Oh, really? He, There's one phone call he should make. So I'm the guy that ran for mayor. I'm the, one of the biggest donors in this town. Maybe <laughs> one of his first calls should have been to me. Go ahead. Okay. Maybe his and first then, call should have been to Joe Biden when he was making fun of the Pakistanis up in the. Up all right, in well, that's a different issue. Frank, yeah, you're yeah, going when off he topic. called up, well, that other Frank, guy. Frank, you're going off topic. No, hey, Amanda, no, I'm go not. Ahead, he, called, he, he tried to call the monkeys or something, and that's what we're. That's what he's trying. That, what's the implication there? <laughs> so him and Joe. Frank is about right. to die. <laughs> him and Joe ought to start a party. <laughs> he, Joe could be running for president, and this guy here with the banana could be running for vice president, and guess what? They're going to be president of nothing and vice president of nothing because there's no room in this society and in, in, in our Amanda, city and in our country Amanda, for that is, kind of thing. The truth is, and the, you just got to apologize and there's go on. Absolute, wait, have go y'all ahead. not seen his apology? There is absolutely no room Let's in the it. Republican Party. Let's, okay. 
Let's hear. We're let's hear the let's hear the apology because he could be on the show to to give his apology. But Wait, instead, who, who would write okay, that to begin wanna... with, Amanda? Who would write that to begin with? Who would even think that and do that? It's just not right. Amanda wouldn't, okay, but her so boss you would. You wanted you wanted my answer. Yes, we did. And my uh, as did. to why uh, he would do something like that. And let me just tell you, he will never be doing anything like that. <laughs> Everyone. I wonder why. <laughs> Maybe if he's doing a commercial for Chiquita, but that's about it. <laughs> Everyone has their strengths and weaknesses. And Amanda, I love I love everything you're saying. Heart. I love everything you're saying, but, but the he truth is, say it well. Yeah, well, he might want to learn how to say it well if he's going to be the supposed leader oh, of the Republican oh, Party of Harris yeah. County, the the fourth largest, maybe the third largest county in the country. So, you tell him. Amanda, and, and listen, obviously I know you, and you and I worked together when I was running for mayor, but the the guy that you're working for is not that smart. Am I right, Why? Frank? I don't, Frank. Know, I don't know anything about the guy. All I know is some idiot must have had to post something like that. It wasn't Amanda. It wasn't I Amanda. know it wasn't Amanda. Some idiot had to post that in the middle. No, he posted it. I know, but who the heck does that in the middle of any time? He's the same guy that put a, a – he's the same guy. That, and there's a lot of his posts that are dumb. Yeah, well, let him go down there and have a case and for the people who really know what they're talking about, the good citizens and now, judges. Now, let me ask you something. Go ahead, Amanda. Man, I'm I giving Amanda her chance. You are from Atlanta, Texas, right? Uh, what a, don't, don't, try to put, don't try to like, get me into I'm this. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just giving you an example. But you have a lot of country sayings that I have always loved. Yeah, okay, that's good. And you want to say bananas and all that stuff. I get you. I get you. But He's a Brooklyn kid who grew up in a Catholic household. Oh, he's a Brooklyn he guy in Houston, Texas? Yeah. Okay, I don't like that already. No, no, that's not right either. I came down here from from up north with nothing but my brain and my one suit. And I would go to, and I went to Woolworths and ate donuts. But I sure as heck didn't flash a banana when I'm speaking about Martin Luther King. So I don't go for that at all. That's offensive. Well, you can let me, y'all can let me finish because I I, I know how to talk just as much as y'all do. No, you do. I know you do. I know you do. But when you grow up not being allowed to curse, you come up with, you know, Ned Flanders on The Simpsons saying all kinds of silly stuff instead of curse words. Yeah, but he's not going to be chairman of the Republican Party. Amanda, Amanda, (laughs) Amanda, I've always had great admiration for you, but. Your client. You know, this is the exact reason why Donald Trump doesn't get along with the institutional Republicans because they do dumb things like that. Just like when Romney said he had a book of women. Amanda, that's brilliant. Amanda, we love you. Not Newt Romney, Mitt Romney. Frank, Frank, Amanda, we love you, but thanks for your call. Thanks for your call. Let's take uh, Kevin. (laughs) Gems are the problem. Bo likes it. Kevin. What do you got? Kevin, Kevin, Kevin. All right, uh, jump, Kevin. Let's try it. Steve. Let's try Steve. Hello? Hey, Steve. Hey, I just want to say I'm a huge fan of yours, Tony, so thanks you for giving me an opportunity. Oh, man, that's so cool. Thank you very much. What you, uh, got, what you got going, man? Real quick question for you. Um, I'm not sure if the public is allowed to see the collective bargaining agreements that the union has uh, for the police. How about the firefighters? Yeah, do you think if the public had an opportunity to to see these collective bargaining agreements that, well, I I guess the point I'm trying to make here, Tony, is, you know, this this guy 
Cole, who was the head of the, uh, the union up there in Minneapolis, he had a little bit of a history himself, and, and the cop involved here had like nine, you know, sanctions before internally, and they were never, never uh, fired. And so I'm wondering, you know, they, they, I'm guessing these collective bargaining agreements have these internal uh, dispute resolution mechanisms, but I don't know if they're transparent, and I don't know if they're, you know, if they're really, if if they're really holding cops. Not not all cops. I'm just saying, you know. No, you're right, man. Yeah. You're right. You're, you're, everything you're saying is right. You're, you're, you, I think you and me and Frank are trying to figure out, like, um, is there some sort of procedure or whatever where people who uh, uh, cops are being held accountable for their actions? Listen, man, I'm I'm with you. Yeah, but I'm not for doing away with the police department. No, okay? obviously not. Well, but, no, but they are in Minnesota. Well, I guess well, in, in Minneapolis. I don't think anybody. I don't think anybody wants to do away with the police department. But keep in mind, the Houston Police Department wasn't even unionized till like 1947, and all that time before that, they were not a union. So no, I hear you. No, you're it, you're, a, you're totally you're right, and and, I, and we're working through this together. I don't even know the the right answer, but we're going to take a break. We're going to take a break, Steve. Yeah, and then we're going to come back and talk about it. But that is a, an excellent question. Excellent question. And it's, it's actually apropos of exactly the issue that we need to talk about. And I'm not sure we have an answer. I mean, Frank, do we have an answer? I don't think we There's do. There's no answer. All I know is that... Uh, but that's a great question. We I mean, that's an, like one of the best questions we've had. We have an opportunity to get together and they ought to bring Mr. Floyd's family. We certainly should talk about it, Mr. right? Mr. Floyd's family and Mr. Mr. Doran's family and the other folks that got hurt both on the side of the riots and the side of the families. And that and, and, and we all ought to get Listen, together. I'm a family, if I'm the family of George Floyd, I am... F- I shouldn't say that, but I am mad. You've been listening to Talking with Tony. Join us every Friday at 6 p.m. with Tony Busby here on The Voice of Texas, AM 700 KSEV.